Woohoo! Nah, <laughs> that that wasn't it. No. Oh man, what? Well, it's okay. It already happened. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another edition of the show. If you're new here, Trey and I'm Q, and this is How Do You Love Me. Now today, I know I sound like I'm saying this every week, but we got another banger this week. Am I lying, Q? <laughs> I mean, I think so, but okay then. That's all that matters. No, I'm playing. Y'all do matter as well, but we do. We got a good one today, so make sure you stay tuned and listen in for the whole time. And with that being said, we're gonna jump right in and let's let's get this intro started. Let's do that. Okie dokie. Yeah, so Q, how full is your cup? Hey, y'all, I'm back to complain again. No, <laughs> y'all know I always got like a little story. How come the first day of your diet, everything goes wrong? <laughs> Today is day one. It's Monday. And yeah, I decided I was going to start my little, my little diet. And I, I promise you the kids knew because I was on... Uh, they were skating on thin ice. I mean, I growled at the kids today. It wasn't like a real growl, but I was like, get from under my desk. Because they was flipping off my desk. desk. I don't know why they like my desk. You're the teacher. They just, they touch everything on my desk and I can't stand it. Because I'm like, where have you, like, where have your hands been? But uh, I said all that to say, I'm on like, 70%. 70%. Okay. Uh, spring break, where you at? Where you at? Because, yeah, they've been trying me. And then not only that, I got a bunch of stuff coming up. Like, you know, deadlines and we starting a new fundraiser at school. And I'm like, why? Why, why y'all going to do this when I just started my diet? So I'm hoping that I can make it until spring break on my diet because I need to lose 20 pounds by the summertime so I can fit in somebody's swimsuit. So, how full is your cup, Trey? Well, I guess I'm going to try and bring this average up a little bit. Really? Yours is always hours. high. Yours ain't never low. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Uh, it would average out to about a You know, a sometimes I wish your cup was low, lower, excuse me, lower, so that I don't always seem like I'm struggling. You're not. Last week, you was high. You I know, bro. Always struggling. I'm all, yeah, I don't know. Is it me or is it me? Listen, <laughs> we all go through things. Y'all remember when my my cup was low? Y'all remember that? Even so, your low is still like 85. Well, we working on it. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's the kids. Don't act like it's just you. Sometimes it's people that bring their own well, stuff down. So that's the thing. You got like, other I, stuff bringing you down. My you know, emotions are, I mean, because my job isn't, it's not basically... Like the performance that happens every day, it's not determined by me. It's determined by what's going on in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So if Susie's having a bad day and she throwing a fit or whatever, then I'm going to have a bad day because, you know, it's never fun when the kids are acting up. So That's true. That's true. Yeah, but, you know, you you working from home, so it's you and Sheba and y'all chilling. So unless she acts up, you know, 
you having it's a pretty good day. Right. Yeah. And and just like you said, I'm probably going to be on about a 96.8 this this week. You December, know? right? Yeah. But I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't. Uh, we ain't all able. No, okay, I'm, I'm I know. Playing. I'm playing. No, <laughs> that ain't right. I'm just playing. But no, nah, seriously, that's I'm why. I'm able to have a full cup all are. the time. But I don't want to fake it. I'm trying to keep it real with y'all. That's facts. That's facts. That's what I'm saying. They remember when I had my little, you know, it was down. It was low in the dumps. But we up. We up one. So, yeah, that just averaged us out. We are a good, strong B as a unit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Am I lying? 70 plus a 90 something? It went. Oh, yeah. Is that a was. B? You were a 90, my bad. Yeah, I was 96. 96 yeah, my bad, 90. my bad. Yeah, so we good. Yeah. We good. Yeah. So uh, was that all Was that all you had for your cup? I mean, I can keep complaining if y'all want well, me nah, to. Well, no, we don't want you uh, to keep I can tell you about my day, <laughs> you know, a little bit more. Because, man, they be, yeah. It's so funny. I was thinking Give about this. Give us one story. Give us I, one story. I was story just thinking about this day. on the way to school this morning. When I was a kid, I think my sister is like seven years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's seven years younger than me. And when I would go to my dad's house during the summer, you know, it would be just the two of us girls. And, you know, because she had three brothers living with her. And so when I would come, you know, we would be a little tight. You know, it's like, hey, the sister always wanted what, you know, kind of thing or whatever. And like after being there for a few days, she kind of started getting on my nerves because she was like seven. And she was asking a lot of questions. And I didn't like that because she would just be like, but why? But what's that mean? And and it's so funny that I'm teaching the kids who ask them same questions. Yes. Yes. It's so funny. You know, God has to build that up. On you, so you got to, you know, the test has to be in that. Yes, that's, it is. Because, I mean, low, you know, like the funny thing about teaching is even the good kids can get on your nerves. I could, I can see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some some days, even the good kids y'all do ain't it. exempt. Yeah, because you just be like, you right, but sit down, you know? Because they be, <laughs> I could be talking, you know, I'm fussing at some of the kids, like, and that's why we don't run in the classroom, and y'all need to stop talking when I'm talking. And then here goes one of the good kids. Yeah, because if you run in the classroom, then you're gonna get hurt, and if you get hurt, Miss Scott's gonna get in trouble. And I'd be like, now you right, but you need to raise your hand. And I didn't call on you. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. yeah. Zip it. Zip it. Yeah. So that's just my life in a nutshell. And I'm sure it'll get better the closer we are to the end of the school year. Right now, they are just being very annoying. That's the word I'll use. Uh, yeah. My kids are not bad. They're just, they know how to press your buttons. Yeah. I think that's all kids. Yeah, they, they do. Got, it's in it's instincts. They do. Because like. This, <laughs> how can I press this adult's buttons Yeah, real they, quick? they know. They know. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Enough about me and my work and the kids. So one time me and Trey went out to dinner with some friends and Trey does most of the talking. Well, in most situations, Trey does most of the talking when it comes to like business and politics and religion and Basically, anything that ain't got nothing to do with. <laughs> I was like, she about to go down the line. <laughs> Basically, that ain't got anything to do or that has anything to do with stuff that's more. I don't know. But anyways, more serious, I guess, because I like to talk about more light things, you know, 
So anyways, we they were having a conversation and they came to a point, Trey and the friend had gotten to a point to where I noticed there was a split in the way in like their beliefs. And that's normally where I would have just like stopped the conversation. I'd have, I'd have wrapped it up real fast. Like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that, you know, kind of thing to kind of slow it down or whatever. But Trey kept going and he wasn't catching the cues that the friend was showing. Like, you know, they trying to wrap it up and Trey, Trey keep going with his, his, his opinion. Basically he kept going with his opinion and like, I finally got, I was able to wrap it up because, you know, Trey, Trey was, he was going in. And when we got home, I had to tell him, I was like, look, babe, you know, I just want to let you know. That back there when we was having that conversation, you were coming off as a know-it-all. He was like, what? What do you mean? No, I wasn't. And I was like, not in a like that kind of way. But sometimes like everybody don't uh, want to hear all of that. Or maybe like they have a different opinion and you talking in that way. Like they're not, they not trying to argue with you. But because you so like you feel so strongly about your opinion, you just keep on going. At this point, like, you should have stopped talking. But you you didn't get that cute. And I brought this up because, like, me saying that to him, I wasn't trying to make him feel bad, although I did afterwards because I think he I think he, he kind of took it. You remember that? I feel like you took it in a like bad I, way. I vaguely remember it. And, uh, like, I don't remember the person. I don't remember what the topics were. And I don't, like, I don't remember. Okay. Like, I vaguely remember. Yeah. But... And I probably, I probably did because I normally like, I'm very observant and I, I try to see those, those cues. Like sometimes people just, you know, they might be looking a certain way, but they're enjoying the conversation, but they also have another thing that they want to bring out afterwards or something like that. Or sometimes people are ready to, you know transition into something else mm-hmm. another topic and normally i'm really good at seeing those things like you know i know the cues like you know mm-hmm. i think you know the cues sometimes you don't i do and that's where i try to come in and help it sounds like that one time but yeah well i was trying I'm- not in a way that's the thing we were it was dark and so you couldn't really see their faces. And that might have been why. Because right. again. But I can normally, tell based on the way that like I heard the conversation going. I was like. Like they're trying to end it. But Trey was, you know, and it just happens. Mm-hmm. But I was I wasn't trying to let like make you feel bad. I was just trying to let you know, like, you know, you, some, you know, sometimes you just got to watch it because, you know, I, ju- I just didn't want anybody to feel that you know I, I just don't want nobody seeing you in a bad light basically yeah so in a way i, I call myself trying to protect you mm-hmm. even though i couldn't do it in the moment i'm trying to protect you in the future you know what i mean so basically we're talking about protecting and respecting your spouse and when most people think about protecting their spouse they think of physical protection like making sure they're not getting harmed you know like having a gun Fighting people. <laughs> I know, right? I went straight to the extreme. <laughs> Having a gun. Fighting people off. But we're actually talking about protecting them mentally and emotionally. Sometimes emotionally protecting your spouse is as important as giving physical protection. 
that old saying, sticks and stones may break your bones, but names will never hurt me. It's words. But some people say names Interesting. will never hurt me. It's not true because sometimes those things hurt me more than like maybe a physical thing. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? So being on the receiving end of name calling and emotional abuse is an entirely different hurt. But the pain is felt like just as much. So, you know, we got to make sure we protect our spouses like emotionally. And I know, you know, me making sure that he know he not sound like a know it all ain't going to hurt him emotionally. But if he was if it was to ever get back to him that, you know, somebody thought maybe he was a know it all or, you know, thought he was cocky or too confident or something like that. You know, I'm pretty sure it would it wouldn't be a good feeling. You know what I mean? I would be I mean, me personally, I'd be trying to figure out like, dang, what would have that made way. them feel that way? Right. But on the other side. I also know that, you know, sometimes you like how people see you. It's not always how you're even relaying that message. That's mm-hmm. just how they interpret it, you know. So if I'm not if I know in my heart, I'm not trying to come off as, you know, whatever yeah. that is, mm-hmm. then I probably wouldn't linger on it too, too long mm-hmm. unless it's somebody that I really care deeply about then we got to squash that like i mean we right. need to deal with that right. like right now because i want to make sure it's you know straight yeah for sure for sure mm-hmm. but before we get into that let's pay some bills and then we're going to jump into the nitty gritty of this thing so first one here is audible audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books They range from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs, news, business, and self-development. And y'all, I'm telling you, if you've never used Audible, it's like one of the best things ever. Like, Mm -hmm. you literally can be on the go and turn it on. And you're you're listening to the book. But I'm telling you, you will retain just like you're reading it. But somebody else is reading it to you. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. If you ever want to feel like a king and queen where you just laying back and getting this stuff, knowledge and all, turn on an audible book. And with audible, what they're doing is they're giving each member one credit, which equals like one payment for a book. So you pay a little price, but you can get any book that you want on their platform. Plus two other audible originals every month. And they also give you access to daily news, such as the New York times, wall street journal, and the Washington Post. All right. So if you're trying to do something different, like, you know, you want to get more knowledge in, you want to do something this year, a new year, new you, there's plenty of content on Audible that can help you get to your goals, whether it's getting fit, finishing more books, or becoming a better parent. They got you. All right. And what Audible do, uh, what Audible does, is they help you by giving you information and stories through found time. Like I was just saying earlier, whether you're doing something else, mm-hmm. you can still get that book read, right? Uh, there's nothing new under the sun, but most of the information is just packed away in a book. Right. So if you can get that while you're doing other things, that's a win win. Mm-hmm. All right. And look, because audible loves Q so much, right? They're actually hooking you up. They're hooking you up with a free book. And if you don't like them after you've read the book you're like i like the book but the platform eh 
They're not going to have any hard feelings. They're going to let you keep the book forever. All you have to do is go to hdylmbook.com. All right. Next up, Weebull. Now, I got loud because <laughs> it's important. <laughs> it's important that you have something set up and something that will get you towards your goals for your future nest egg. And what Weebull is doing, they're giving away two free stocks valued at up to $1,850. All right. So you open and fund a brokerage account with $100 or more, and they're going to give you the chance to claim two stocks, stocks like Google, stocks like Facebook. I mean, these stocks are high, but they're going to give it to you for less than $100 if you if you sign up, all right? They have zero commission. You can trade from one count to the other. You can also trade cryptocurrency 24-7, all right? Now, the minimum, the bare minimum, that that's required to open an account is $1 deposit. Hey. All right. And then that will give you free real time data, all the charts, and then access to mobile desktop and a web platform. And it's safe and secure. How does it work? Open an account, get a free stock. That's it. And then you can start learning and then building that portfolio for later on in your adult olden age all right and how do you get started with that they're hooking us up y'all by hooking us up we're gonna hook you up all you have to do is go to hdylminvest.com and get that account started today let's get back to the show all right so we find a scripture and husbands are told in ephesians 5 29 through 31 Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it, just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. Right. And so, you know, you, you got to also believe that, of course, this applies to wives, yeah. right? Like yeah. it doesn't normally talk about it, but men synonymous with women, and, mm-hmm. you know, in the Bible in that case. And so you have to treat them as a part of yourselves. Now, like when your finger hurts, mm-hmm. right, you know that it's hurting. Right. Your brain has sent that to your finger and it's telling you like, hey, something's happening down there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, <laughs> my bad, I was thinking about something else. <laughs> but, you know, it's not something that you can ignore. It's the same thing in marriage. You know, like when she's hurting or when I'm hurting, she can't just ignore it. You know, you got to actually go and figure that out. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I, I said a, an example earlier, but I can't even remember what oh, it was. Oh, you said something about people take pain receptors. Yeah. Like so, so, like, you, like, when your finger's hurting, you can't ignore it, right? Mm-hmm. Just, and you can do the same thing in marriage. If something's going on with you and I, you know, I'm in my own world and I'm just, like, not even focused on her, I might not know. And the example I gave was like, you know, sometimes NFL or sports players or or people in general, they take these medications and these medications actually can block off those pain receptors. Right. To where it's just tricking your brain Mm -hmm. into saying, hey, there's no pain in your finger. Right. Right. But it really like your finger is bleeding out and it does hurt. But your your brain is 
is turned off to that. Doesn't mean that it's not there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we can do that in relationships where, you know, there is something going on with the spouse and there is something that's that's happening. But if I'm not if I'm not focused on them or keen into that, then I'll miss it. And that's just like having that that pain receptor turned off for them. Mm-hmm. And something's going on and now they feel neglected. And now, you know, I don't care. Protected. Yeah, they don't feel protected. And guess what? Sometimes People do things when they don't feel those things from that, you know, from that mm-hmm. person. They make, you know, decisions. Yeah. And so I, I what you have? Well, I just thought about it. How like it's funny how if I feel something, you feel it, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm feeling like all right, I'm just give y'all a real, real example here. When I walked through the door, I was not in a good mood Yep. because I didn't have a good day. Just like I kind of told y'all earlier. And the first thing I said when I came in was, are you ready to do this podcast? Not, hey, babe, how you doing? How was your day? Yep. You know, no kiss. And you know what's funny? I was actually, uh, I was going to say that. So she came through the door. I was already standing up. Normally I'm sitting in the chair still, but I was already standing up. And I went over to her and I touched her back and I tried to give her a kiss and she and kept going and went straight out the door. Now, I could have took that some kind of way. Like, yeah. golly, yeah. I had my lips puckered, <laughs> ready, waiting. And say, I don't even remember seeing all that. I know it. And guess what? I could have took that a certain way. And then this podcast, it would have had a different energy right yeah, now. Because we're doing it not too long afterwards, right? Yeah. But being, you know, like having the sense to know that okay sometimes she's just like me mm-hmm. like if y'all were, if we were to do this podcast after i had just got for work when i was driving to work and coming back and dealing with you know traffic and all this stuff sometimes you gotta you know me personally i don't know about a lot of people but man sometimes you gotta decompress yeah and like do something else real quick like let me just chill and then we can talk and laugh and all this other stuff. If that, if I need that, why wouldn't I think mm-hmm. that sometimes she would need that? So, yeah. you know, I immediately dismissed it as she didn't see me. She didn't see my lips puckered up, ready to give her a kiss when she came through the door. She didn't see it. I'll get it later. And guess what? A couple minutes later, hey, babe. <laughs> you know? And then boom. But But yeah, that's that that happened. Yeah. That happened. Cuz what I what I go through, you feel it. Yeah. And I, I I mean, I felt the energy that she had brought in. Now, I didn't want it, so I <laughs> <laughs> I just blocked, it, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. You know, and that's I mean, we can say that too. A lot of times that's hard for people to do. A lot of times people will pick up whatever somebody else Well, that's t- me. I'm I'm the one. That's you ha- you do a better job of just like putting up a wall and being like, "I ain't taking none of that baggage." Yeah. But nah. me, I'd be like, what was wrong with him? And then now. I ain't even did nothing. Yeah. Him. Yeah. And one thing that used you know. I'm giving it back the same way I got it. And that's, I mean, y'all know that ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even got to say it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's so true. But you can, you can feel it. You know, yeah. that's a big thing. All right. So I found a quote. It says, do not expose your wife's weakness. If you no, you will be exposing yourself too. Be a shield around her and protect her like you said you would. What do you think about this quote? 
it's yeah, I mean, it's it's good. Like like when you exposing some like when you exposing somebody that you're one with, that's mm-hmm. the reason they're saying that. Yeah. You're one. So when people is that is the same as I'll go back to this story. I'm pretty sure I told it before. If not, this is exclusive. But, you know, growing up, my mom, like if I wanted to go somewhere with her, I had to be looking some kind of yeah. way. Like I couldn't just I I remember one specific time and it never had to happen again. I just came out the room. I don't know what I had on. I don't even remember. That's how bad it was. But I came out of the room. She was about to go to the store and she stopped me and was like, you're not going. Nope. Let me say how she said it. You ain't going nowhere with me looking like that. <laughs> yes. And she waited for me to iron a shirt mm-hmm. and put on something presentable. Why? Because if I was on another aisle by myself and somebody saw me, I'm a representation of her. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm looking unkept and unclean, you know, all this yeah. stuff, they're not going to say, boy, look at that little. No, they're going to say, now his mama know okay. she wrong for letting him come out of the house looking ain't like that. that. Teresa's son? Or that, right? She ain't even take care of him good. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I said all that to say this. Like, if she's gone, like, we, we're one. Yeah. So how she looks in public or sounds to other people and all this stuff, it, it's a reflection of one another. Yeah. And so we have to make sure that we're protecting that. Like, protecting, you know, you don't want anybody thinking that she's whatever, mm. some kind of way that's not the way that she is. Right. Because ultimately it's going to come back on, well, he picked her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and vice versa, right? Trey, so Trey messing with somebody like that? Yeah. And and so, I mean, I, I like it. I like that. I like yeah. that quote. Yeah, I just, yeah, got to be careful about exposing your spouse because, yes, it really will reflect back on you. And sometimes, and sometimes, sometimes it hurts too, right? Like, you know, like if somebody is, if they're saying something about you and it's your spouse, you're like, dang, you're going to. You're going to put me out there like that in front of everybody? Yeah. Like that, it, it could hurt that spouse as well, mm-hmm. you know? And then now they're more guarded, like where they, you know, maybe more open now. Yeah. I can't, I can't trust you with that kind of info now. Right. You know, especially in a young marriage, you want, if you want it to be open and honest and trusting, then you got to be trusting with, you know, certain information or certain, you know, certain mm-hmm. personal things that might not, be out in the open with other people. You got to make sure that that person is going to keep that in with them right. until you, you know, deal with it or fix it, whatever. Right. So. Well, I thought about also how you have to be a sounding board for your spouse. Like, so protect them by not exposing their weaknesses, but also being a sounding board because sometimes I just got to get stuff off my chest. Like when I'm having some kind of feelings about something like, Maybe I'm feeling some way about a certain person or something they said or did. And I'm like, I'm going to go off of them. <laughs> you know, most times I come to you and I try to talk it through with you because I know most times you be on the other side of the argument trying to calm me down or whatever. So I try to go through it with you so that I can, you know, kind of decipher yeah, whether yeah. or not I'm going to actually go through with it, get my feelings off my chest and try to see, you know, is this really rational mm-hmm. or am I, you know, am I just overreacting kind of thing? So I, I, I really appreciate you for that. Cause 
Because I could, you know, just imagine like if every time I felt some kind of way, I went up to somebody and overreacted, then I would be the overreacting girl. You know what I mean? And And I don't want you to be seen like that. Yeah. So that's the only reason why I might like sometimes I can agree with you wholeheartedly and Mm -hmm. still have to give you the other side. Like just in case you do now that doesn't necessarily mean that she has to go with, but it's only because I'm like. Just in case yeah. that that's the case. Right. Think about this. Yeah. You got to remember I can agree everybody with her. don't think like us. I'll be like, I Which don't care. True. She need to know. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> you be like, no, nah, everybody. And then she going to turn it back on you. Yeah. So the other side of this. So first of all, you got to protect. But we can't protect without respecting. So respect is one of the most important things that you can have in a relationship. So people respect your spouse the same way that you respect your spouse. So if they see you being disrespectful, they're going to be disrespectful to your spouse. And the reason why I say this is like I've seen a couple for sure who. And this may sound bad because I know everybody's on a different side of their thought process. But like some women are just more dominant. You know what I mean? And so like. When certain, I mean, it could be anything. And they'd be like, I don't need to ask him if I can do this. Mm -hmm. Or they'd be like, he don't tell me what to do. Or, you know, they just kind of talk like, what you mean? You, you know, what you doing that for? Or why my money? Give me my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Kind of thing. Yeah. And if I see the woman talking to the man like that and not in like a playful thing, I mean, like for real, for real. Like, you know, if I see something like that, then I ain't gonna lie. I'm going to think. He probably less of a man because if your spouse respected you, they wouldn't talk down to you like that, especially not in front of company. Okay. That's yeah. one thing you ain't going to do. Don't be disrespectful to me in front of company. Hey man. Cause you're not going to have me out here looking like no simp. Yeah. Because what you do out in public, I'm sure it's 10 times worse in private. More than likely. Unless you just want them people who are doing it for a show. Now you don't, don't do that either. Yeah. Don't cap in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so basically the way that you treat your man is the way that other men feel that, you know, he should be treated. So, like, that's the way that they feel he should be valued. So if I value Trey as a 50% of a man, then that's how the rest of the men or the women are going to treat him. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, Trey just half a man, so it really don't even matter. But if I treat Trey like he 100% of a man and I give him that respect and show him how valued he is to me and in this relationship, then everybody else will feel that same way. Nobody outside of this relationship would know what's going on unless I open my mouth, right? Yeah, that's true. Nobody would know. That's so true. if I value you enough to respect your uh, like privacy and your trust, and I keep all that within myself. Nobody could know what's going on. I mean, you could be over here beating my head in and nobody would know if I kept my mouth closed. That's true. But some of y'all <laughs> be out here <laughs> running your mouth. And it don't even be nothing that anybody should even know about. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. So basically just respect your spouse. So I found some weekly marriage check-ins that help you make the most of your marriage and which includes like respecting respecting and protecting your spouse. So the first one is active listening. Y'all, and I really looked hard at this because I feel like this is me. I need to work on this. So, active listening 
while your spouse is speaking means number one, focus your undivided attention. Now that's where I go wrong right there in the beginning. <laughs> and I'm trying to get better at because I be telling Trey, I'm like, I can't talk to you over that TV or I can't hear you over that TV. So can you press pause or even in the car? Like if you like can you pause the radio. That's true. Cause I be trying, you know, so, and if I'm on my phone, I try to put it away. <laughs> Sometimes. I try to put it away. Number two, make eye contact. And that's just to help with number one, right? That's to help like. with number one. <laughs> number three, repeat back what you heard. And These are active listening skills. I know. And it's I not saying word for word, but like, if you can give back a few words, yeah. not only do it help you, but it helps the other person know that, okay, they're listening. Right. Yeah. Number five. Oh, no, number four. Ask questions. Another way to reiterate that yeah. you were listening. To In me. school, they call them clarifying questions. Yes. Ask clarifying questions. Number five. Let him or her finish before you speak. Skirt. Boy, I'm struggling with about uh, four out of five of these. But the first <laughs> step is to know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I'm working on it. And it's probably, you know, why it's gotten bad. When I was younger, I was really shy. Not super, super shy, but I was shy enough because I just didn't want, you know, the loudest one in the room always has their eyes on them. I really didn't want a lot of eyes on me. Mm -hmm. So, like, sometimes I really wouldn't say anything. I would just sit back and watch. Well, as I got older, I'm just like, well, if you don't speak, won't nobody know what you're thinking or, like, They think you're you know. with them, with the ops. Or they think you're you weak. The ops. They think you're weak. Yeah. So I started speaking up. And with that, I started talking over people by accident. <laughs> yeah. So I'm working on that. So here's some questions or some conversations that you can have with your spouse. Number one, this week, I'm thankful that you blank took the trash out. Number two, what did I do this week that made you feel loved and honored? Number three, is there anywhere in our marriage where God is missing? Number four. Is there anything you need that I haven't been giving to you? Number five, is there anything I've done that hurt you? Hmm. I can do the rest. Mm -hmm. Number six, is there something I used to do that you wish I would restart? Oh, that's, babe, I, I didn't even read that question. That was good. That's pretty good. Because right you know there. what? When you think about it, when you first in a relationship, you do all this stuff because you like, I'm so happy. Yeah. I am so happy that you're here. And, you know, time just goes on. And next thing you know, you ain't doing it no more. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, fast. we used to do that. Remember when we was telling somebody we used to go to the movies. Yeah. And I was like, no, we didn't. I'm like, yes, we did. Mm -hmm. I love the movies. And she did too. We love the movies. Yeah, but we need you know, to restart. Yeah, for sure. Especially now that I think that's I think it's kinda opening it up. But anyway, number seven. How do you feel about our split of responsibilities? That right there could Yeah, y'all need to have that one first. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you saying put that one at number one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about our sex life? Oh, that was number eight. Yeah. I know you didn't say number eight. Oh, my bad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Number nine. What's coming up next week? Mm. So that we can be on one accord. Mm -hmm. So we can make sure we got this stuff right. Number 10. How can I pray for you? Man. Like, do you got a test coming up this week? Do you? 
you know, are the kids just going ham this week? Mm-hmm. You know, somebody in your family. What, what can I pray for you? I like that list. That's a good list. And yeah. all of these, remember, it, it was a weekly marriage check-in to make the most of your marriage. So there's just some thought-provoking questions, you know. And maybe, who knows, those questions might lead to other questions that might lead to a whole conversation. Yeah. And instead of being on social media for like an hour, two hours, three hours, y'all were just talking, mm-hmm. building that relationship. And that's what it's about. Yeah, I think this kind of goes back to that open communication. You know, when you respect your spouse, you feel more comfortable to answer these questions. But this might help you respect them because you understand their perspective. That's facts. You know what I mean? So you're not just thinking or not just assuming what they think or what's in their mind. You're mm-hmm. actually asking them questions. I'm yeah. asking clarifying questions because I want to know. I need to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's if fair. you haven't already checked out the YouTube channel, what are you waiting on? Come on, These man. episodes you listening to right now, including this one, they got videos. Come see cute, pretty face. They got videos. So if you like seeing people's faces, head on over to YouTube to watch the episodes and subscribe while you over there. All right, y'all. We have kind of talked a, a lot about respecting and protecting your spouse. Mm-hmm. We do not have any questions from the inner circle today, but I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. We thank y'all for listening and for coming back. Trey, take us out with the closing. Yeah. So again, if if you're new here, if this was your first time listening, thank you. We appreciate that. We we thank you. Hopefully, you liked it. You you know you'll show us some love. And continue to come back. But also, don't forget to subscribe if you did like it. Leave us a review. Even if it's just letting us know how we're doing, how we did. Go to Apple Podcasts or YouTube, wherever it is. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. You know, we want to see you. We'd love to hear from you about some other topics that you want us to, to discuss or just to get our advice. Hit us up. All right. You can also send us an email at hdyloveme at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on IG at how do you or sorry at HDYLM underscore podcast. Or if that's literally too much, like I don't feel like doing all that, just leave us a voicemail at 682-231-0848. And also if you just want to see what's going on, you can always go to HDYLM.com. And with that being said, remember, y'all, it's always grand gratitude over here. All right. That's high thinking, strong faith, simple living, smart Smart work. work. All right. Peace. Bye.